Bible Baptist Church located at 2015 Beulah Road in Madisonville, Kentucky, would like to invite you to listen to a message of the sovereign grace of God in the Lord Jesus Christ by their pastor, David Edmondson. I want us to consider one verse of Scripture this morning found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. Seven words here that say a multitude. Thanks unto God for His unspeakable gift. Now the word be there is italicized, so seven words in all which give us an outline of three things. Let me quickly give them to you. Salvation first is the gift of God, and Jesus Christ is salvation. Secondly, this gift of salvation is unspeakable. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Now that word unspeakable means indescribable. God's gift to chosen sinners is unexplainable. This gift cannot be described or explained. It can only be revealed and believed. And then thirdly, this gift causes us to whom it is given to praise and thank God for it. After all, what did you and I do to receive this gift? It's a gift, not of reward or merit or by a work of our hands. It's a gift. We do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, by us keeping the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Galatians 2.21 Do you work for a gift? Well, absolutely not. If you did, it would cease to be a gift. A gift is something given willingly to someone without payment. And when God shows a sinner who and what they are, they'll never dare to say that they deserved, merited, or earned the life that God freely gave. To every blood-bought sinner, the scripture says, the Lord hath laid on him, that being Christ, the iniquity of us all. That's why our Lord Jesus is God's unspeakable gift. And that's why our salvation is indescribable and our pardon is unexplainable. An offering for sin is for the guilty. How could Christ die on the cross for deserving sinners when there are none? John wrote, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Did we deserve this? Could we deserve this? John said in 1 John 4.10, Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Friends, we love him because he first loved us, 1 John 4.19. So first we see that salvation in Christ is a gift, and it's God's gift. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. That's all it can be as a gift. For by grace are you saved. That's not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. You know, men change their mind all the time, (laughs) but not God. He's not a man that he should lie or son of man that he should repent. That word means change your mind, repent. Secondly, this gift of God is unspeakable. It cannot be described. It cannot be explained. 
You know, there's three things concerning a gift. First, it must belong to the one who gives it. It's, it if, if someone takes something that doesn't belong to them and gives it to you, that's not a gift, that's theft. Secondly, it must be unearned. And thirdly, it must be bestowed upon you, not offered to you. A gift must belong to the one who gives it. All things belong to the Lord. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. The world and all they that dwell therein, Psalm 24, 1. You see, all we have belongs to the Lord. The Apostle Paul asked, what do we have that we did not receive? And that is especially true when it comes to salvation. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people, Psalm 3, 8. And the world talks about self-made men. Did you know that there is no such thing? Self-made men are said to have come from nothing and made themselves something. Well, that goes against the whole teaching of Scripture. We are nothing, we have nothing, and we can do nothing. Speaking to the wealthy of this world, the Holy Spirit says, God giveth the power to get wealth, Deuteronomy 8.18. To the self-righteous religionist in this world, the Holy Spirit declares, God gives the increase. You didn't pick yourself up by your bootstraps. It's God that gives the increase. It's the Lord that lifteth up. It's the Lord that bringeth down. It's the Lord that killeth and maketh alive. To those who are carefree and enjoy life without Christ, the Holy Spirit tells you God giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Even those that hate Christ, when they enjoy things in life, it's God that gives that to them. To those who humbly bow to Christ, the Holy Spirit says, God giveth grace to the humble, James 4, 6. To those who are victorious, the Holy Spirit proclaims God gives us every victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. To everyone everywhere, the Holy Spirit announces every good and perfect gift cometh from above. What is the greatest gift of all? What is this unspeakable, indescribable gift? It's God doing for sinners what they cannot do for themselves. Oh my, what a God, what a gift. This gift from God, secondly, is unearned. What does God say about it? It's the grace of God that bringeth salvation, Titus 2.11. It is Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity, Titus 2.14. A man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, Galatians 2.16. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love, Galatians 5, 6. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, 2 Timothy 1, 9. And then, friends, thirdly, a gift must be bestowed. It must be imparted. It's not something offered to us. It's an operation upon us and in us. Has anyone on your birthday or Christmas ever said to you, I want to offer you a gift? If a gift is offered, you can accept it or reject it. And that wouldn't be a true gift. 
But a gift is not an offer. It's freely given with no strings attached. An offer implies that there's an ability by the one to whom it's offered to accept or reject it. Friends, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, can you offer a dead man life? Christ came in the world to give life to dead sinners, not to offer life to them. In religion today, they've taken this unspeakable, this indescribable, this unexplainable gift, and they've made it contemptible. They've made it despicable and detestable. They've made God's gift to sinners the sinner's gift to God. And men claim, haven't we, haven't we? And it's been God's doing all along. And we call the gospel the greatest story ever told when actually it's the greatest story that has never been told as it ought to be. And the Holy Spirit tells us, for we know in part and we preach in part, but very soon we shall be known also as we are known, 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve. And I have not seen nor ear heard and neither have entered into the heart of the man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Oh, we haven't told it all because we can't see it all. And we sure can't explain what we do see. I remember one time when I was struggling financially and my mother and my father paid off a large debt of mine. All I could say was, I don't know what to say. It was an unspeakable, indescribable, unexplainable gift. You know, the Queen of Sheba heard the fame of Solomon and she came to prove him with hard questions. And Solomon answered all her hard questions. He didn't hide anything from her, the scripture says. He told her everything. And when the Queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's wisdom and she saw all that the Lord had given him, she said, Behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Friends, the half of God's unspeakable gift of Christ has not been told. For over 2,000 years, men have endeavored to tell it, but the half has not yet been told. And then thirdly, the outline of this verse, just seven words, tells us that this gift causes the receiver to praise and to thank God for it. Thanks unto God for his unspeakable gift. Christ did not come into the world to make God love us. Christ came into the world because God loved us. God loved his people from the foundation of the world. And that is why Christ, God's unspeakable gift, is called the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, that's who this gift is given to, those that believe on him in the world, that they should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. God gave us his son and we love him because of it. He loved us and that's why he gave us Christ. And God's gift is not the cause of his love. God's gift of Christ is the result of his love. Christ came into the world to save sinners. Now, I'm not going to talk about my love for God. That's not love. That's not true love. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that God loved us. And what did he do? 
He sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. He sent his son to be the atonement. That's what the word means for our sins. Jesus Christ is the mercy seat that our sins are put upon, and it's his blood that was shed for our sins. He is the high priest that sprinkles that blood upon the mercy seat. Friends, he is that unspeakable gift. And those who are yet without Christ are not thankful for him. Christ to them is an unknown gift. Christ and his salvation are not a gift to everyone, but to those it is given, it is unspeakable, indescribable, unexplainable. And they're thankful and praise him for it. How can a man be just with God? How can he be clean that's born of a woman? How can God be just and justify the ungodly? How can the justice of God both punish and pardon? How can God's mercy and truth meet together? Why, if the wages of sin is death, how can God remain just and at the same time forgive us when sin is all that we are? How can God be a just God and a Savior? How can God's righteousness and peace kiss each other? Only one way, dear friends, only one way, and that is in Jesus Christ, His unspeakable gift. You have been listening to a message by David Edmondson, the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. If you would like a copy of this message or to hear other messages of God's free, sovereign grace in Christ, you can write to our mailing address at P.O. Box 652, Madisonville, Kentucky, 42431. Or log on to our website at freegraceradio.com. If you would like to come and worship with us, we meet at 2015 Beulah Road, Madisonville, Kentucky, and our service times are... Sunday morning Bible study at 10 o'clock a.m. Worship services begin at 11 o'clock a.m. Wednesday evening services at 7 o'clock p.m. Please tune in again next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. for another message of God's free and sovereign grace in the Lord Jesus Christ.